Hey, if you're coming here wanting to hear about best friends, you came to the right place. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosa Fan Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Lowry. And I'm your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, aka Rowdy Rafi Piper, aka the Nacho Man Rafi Savage, aka Secret Sweetie, aka Young Seinfeld Reference, aka ASAP Rafi, aka the Blue Bubble Boy. Do not text me with one of those Huawei spy phones because I'm not going to reply, even if it's an iphone it'll probably take me a while i'm probably asleep aka henny blanco aka henny loggins aka hennessy williams (laughs) aka i don't know why he sounded like that one on that one uh aka rafi dangerfield aka dj scratch and sniff aka uh shit aka best friend to all the best friends aka bitches sam techie daddy range look like laffy raffy aka aka's for many many days that was extra special we have not had aka's for a while i feel like with all your aka's we could easily come up with a good nickname for tony thaxton who's that (laughs) um (laughs) You know that this is the 106... Oh, my God. My levels are way high. Sorry, everybody. Hold on. Check, check, <laughs> check, check. Um, <laughs> Did you know that this is the 165th episode? Uh, only four away from greatness. <laughs> but we celebrate every 50. So at 200, oh, we'll be seeing everybody again. That's kind of exciting. You might be living here by then in California. I'm not good at math, but that's like a year away, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, but it's like in March or whatever, or February. Actually, I think it's going to be in February, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's amazing how time keeps on trudging along. It's crazy because just 15 short episodes ago, you were over at my house. It's pretty crazy. All right. Anyway, on this super special episode, we will talk about the Monday episode. Tony Thaxon is kind of a big deal. And the Thursday episode david spider jars wendy's night ladies no rope tony but first how about some shout outs do you have any shout outs boy do i (laughs) there are so many we've been gone for at least one week so there's a backlog of shout outs shout out to whitney who sent me something on twitter even though i'm not on there i just happened to go on there for some reason Uh and i saw it uh, shout out to Trice, as per usual. Him and Megan's episode was great. Shout out to Nina Hartley. I saw on Facebook she was saying how she doesn't like her accent, but I think it's adorable. And I'm not saying that in a condescending way. I'm saying it in an honest way. Shout out to Paul, because I don't know if he listens to this, but I was thinking about him the other day. He's a cool guy. Uh, follow him on Twitter, at Paul E 1138 Shout out... To Ray Morgan, 
Shout out to Lauren Kelly. Shout out to Ulysses. Shout out to Teal at Teal Holler One. Shout out to Kelly. She had a fiasco at Target. Well, every Target had this fiasco, but shout out to her for making it through that. Shout out to Ashley Bloodworth, who moved to Austin recently. Uh, still an overrated city, if you ask me, but uh, good for her. Oh. <laughs> shout out to Becky Milner uh, for still having one of the like top five carbs of all time. Shout out to Lee Ann Ward. I'll get into later on. I'll get into why uh, she's my favorite person right now, but she just is the best. We already know that. Shout out to Randy Lawson because uh, she's awesome. Shout out to Matt Blue Canoe on Twitter because I've been thinking about him lately as well. Shout out to Dr. Jen. Uh, maybe she's going to send us a voice memo for this episode. Maybe not. She's confused. She's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Jacob, uh, Whitney's brother. He's awesome. Uh and uh shout out to trap dog i don't think he listens to this but he's also awesome if if i'm just saying you're awesome it's because i don't remember why i was going to shout you out specifically because i did not write this down uh shout out to megan uh she's the best shout out to joanna because she's the best and she's like technically your neighbor shout out to lee bruns i drove this fucking can am tricycle motorcycle thing not that great but I'm seeing them all over the place now. So buy real motorcycles, people. Shout out to Laura Broder. I like watching her Instagram stories. Shout out to Becky. Shout out to Amy Baker, who probably doesn't listen to this either. And uh, I think that's about it. Well, that's a lot. Do you have anyone else? Oh, yeah. And shout out to Brittany because she got she got my packages. And uh, shout out to her. That's right. I forgot you sent her some thing. That's right. Uh, does she have Uncle Leo open it for you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a whole slew of shout outs and we are going to double up. So who fucking cares? Everyone gets lots. Uh, shout out to Brittany. I uh, hopefully get to see you in a few weeks. Counting the days. Miss you. Shout Huge, huge shout out to Leanne Ward. Always got our backs. Always our cheerleader. I fucking, oh, I fucking love you, Leanne. I realize you're not a cursor, but I fucking love you. And that's the deepest form of love. <laughs> wow. This is going downhill quickly. Also, shout out to Superfan Megan and Nice Trace for a great episode. I loved listening to you guys. It made me miss, made me even more bummed that I missed out on it. Uh, I did have a family emergency that was uh, unfortunate and uh kind of scary but everything's good now and uh but bad timing because i missed out on some fun also shout out to ray morgan to tamara holler to paul as well i've been thinking about him and i do believe that he listens he maybe probably listened to to last week's episode because you know it was a banner episode for people uh also scott marquez it's nice that you listen I I gave you a little call out last week, but I think it got cut out. Um, <laughs> he went to go to the first Fridays with Allie Ward. He got to meet her. I feel like he was sticking it to us, but actually he was representing, which is more than any of us could say or do. Also, shout out to God. I have a whole bunch. Dr. Jen, thank you for being, let's see, grounding and having good advice and also being my my personal cheerleader 
because we she's giving me this challenge of 13,000 steps a day and uh, I'm keeping up with it and it's been fun to text back and forth. Also to Lauren Kelly, just the fun texts back and forth, whether it's regarding this show or just life in general, it's always fun. And she last week was called Miss Mushroom. I was thinking this week I wanted to call her our our champignon, <laughs> Lauren Kelly. <laughs> Sorry. It's always good when you can make yourself laugh. <laughs> oh, all right. Also, oh my gosh, Lee Bruns, Nina Hartley, Shira, January Marie, Renee McMum, Jan Phillips, Whitney, Kelly Lundquist, Becky McClure, Jen Stark, Michelle Smith. I think that's it. <laughs> Actually, oh. you reminded me. Oh, of I a do couple. have one more. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh. I actually wrote it down and go, I didn't no, read you, it. You fi- <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. Oh, also, shout out to Jay for covering last week. I dumped it on him last minute and he did something special by having Colonel Jeff on. So more importantly, shout out to Colonel Jeff for being on, taking the time to be on this little show. Super awesome. I loved hearing his cat meowing in the background. I love the fact that he asked his sister about Dippy eggs because that's like one degree away from him telling her about me. (laughs) And uh, what else? Uh, Yeah, Colonel Jeff. Huge shout out. Love you. I can't believe I almost forgot. Of course. Shout out to my boy, Walter Scott motherfucking Marquez, my cousin with a similar name. I I can't believe he went to see Ali Ward. And I don't know why I'm not following him on fucking Instagram. That's very rude of me. I am now. I just literally just now fixed that. And also, of course, yes, shout out. I mentioned Jen already, but shout out to Jen for being the little angel on my shoulder as I told her. And uh, that's enough fucking bullshit. Should we get into the show? I was going to do a call out. Let let me uh, do that again. I'm a professional. Okay. Lisa, do you have any call outs? You know what? I do. I have one giant call out to one Jay Inslee. (laughs) Sorry if that was too loud. My levels are a little high. He called us out last week. I do have to say, I know Jay understands... Well, first of all, we don't do this for a living, but after listening to, to the JKJ Party Animals, he understands that recording sound is tough. It doesn't always sound perfect. Also, he was asking Colonel Jeff about the cat-dog thing, and or he was talking about cats, and Jeff said, I don't know why everyone wants me to be cat or dog, and people are always doing that to me. And I'm calling Jay Inslee out because he's the one that did that. To, he's one of the ones that did that to Colonel Jeff on Twitter, trying to be team dog or team cat. So I'm calling you out, Jay. But also, thanks again. All right. Back to the show. <laughs> Why, yes. Or do you have any call outs? Uh, I have one call out for one. Lisa Lowry. How are you going to talk about going to the first Fridays mm. and you got a babysitter and this mm. and that. Preach. And then as soon as everyone else drops out, you're like, <laughs> Forget it. I'm not going. Poor old Scotty Walters out there walking around by his lonesome Lisa. I think he had. And a you're nowhere time. to be found. He hung out. In the Shame on you. Section. Shame, I say. <laughs> I, I earned that call out for sure. I'm lame. Is what is what the answer is. I hate going to L.A. I love being in L.A. I hate everything about driving there, parking. A Friday night. I don't love to not drink. <laughs> Let's just be honest about everything about it. And 
I honestly didn't think he would be there. If I knew that he was for sure going, I probably would have maybe just brought the kids with me and just made it fun. But I'm still planning on going. I don't know which Friday I'm going to pick, but I don't know if I'll be able to do it this next one or August. So no, I'm one of those. I'm definitely going to do it. And also, I think it'd be fun to go to the junk show again, but that's on a Sunday. So I'd have to like stay in LA all weekend because there's no fucking way I'm going twice in one weekend. Uh, I mean, last time we went to LA, you had your mother drive you. So uh, I think it's time to put mommy dearest to use to good use. <laughs> Yeah, if I could have her drop me off on a Friday and then pick me up on Sunday night, that'd be kind of cool. But you were in that car as well. It's it's a little janky. It's a little hairy. Uh, I don't remember that ride at all other than uh, other than, other than that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, I'm a... <laughs> I'm uh, a couple of hennies into this uh, morning, so Much no, I'm like not okay. Much like that night. I, I mean, I'm... I'm doing great. I don't remember that car ride at all, but uh, yeah. your mother seemed uh, more than capable of dropping you off and picking you up. So I say, I say, go for it. Okay, uh, mom, if you're listening, <laughs> come pick me up. All right, shall we talk about Monday? I suppose that's why we're here. All right. Uh, okay, so this episode was sort of. Uh, I feel like it was meant to be. I, I realized that there was a scheduling snafu, but. I liked a getting to know Tony episode. I think it was a refreshing episode. I liked hearing him on. I liked hearing his backstory some more. I know she's going to do a Patreon bonus episode, which I don't know how much. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more layers to Tony than than just what we heard that day. But uh, it's going to be tough to ask questions. Uh, what do you think about this episode? It was great. I don't know who mentioned it, but somebody mentioned that he, that he was on before i want to say she she may have mentioned that or maybe he did and then so i was like i don't remember this at all so i went back i searched and he was on in january of 2017 the episode is called meatball salad crazy crying pregnant ladies and resolutions revisited um so i went back and listened to that episode and then on that episode, they mentioned that Allison was on his show. So then I went back. Sorry, this is fucking backwards. I'm all confused. <laughs> on this episode, I think they mentioned that she was on Feliz Navipod. And so I went back and listened to that. And on that episode, she said, when you were on my show. So that made me go back to this meatball show. This was in the heyday of uh, Jenna and Al. So it was fun to hear that again. And I'm a I, I'm a Tony fan stin. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> uh, I had forgotten that he was on. I actually didn't hear that part. I must have tuned it out. What's funny is I didn't take a lot of notes for Monday, but I really enjoyed listening to the episode. It was uh, it was reminiscent of. I don't I don't know, like kind of the Thursday show feel where you could just like you just feel like you're listening to friends talk. Uh, it was I like the way she interviews where it's very it's more conversational than asking questions. But she does always ask the good questions. I kind of I can't imagine he has like the super supportive parents background. Uh, but then he has the depression issues, which I think he touched on a little bit before when she was talking about uh, her own medication 
maybe on a Thursday show or maybe on a Monday, probably on a Monday. But it it was interesting to kind of go more into that. So maybe the next time we'll hear more about how that manifests itself or like what, I don't know, that it surprises me because he just sounds like such an upbeat guy. You don't think of people like that having depression, but I guess it comes in all forms. Yeah, it was good to hear him talk about that. A, a lot of his uh, story reminded me of me. And also he mentioned that a lot of people from his hometown will like just kind of stay there. Like they never leave. And that reminded me of myself a bit. I feel like, um, I don't know if it's me or just the people that I know, but I feel like, so here's a little dirty secret of mine. (laughs) It's not that great. Uh, Like I never flew on a plane until 20. 14 15 14 it was the day or the day before i met megan it was the first time i flew on a plane was when i went to la and then that's the trip where i ended up meeting megan and uh before that like my mom had only gone to visit her family in illinois and like other than that our family never took vacations we never went anywhere the furthest I went was like to, well, I mean, I went to, they we went to Mexico once, but I was a baby, so I don't remember that. But um, the furthest we would go is to Loveland, which is like two hours north to go to the dog track. So a lot of what he was saying was uh, very uh, similar to my upbringing. So it was uh, a lot. I, I don't know. I, I, I just can't say it enough. Uh, I, I'm a fan of Tony. Agreed. We need to come up with a nickname. I'm sure it'll come organically like we talked about, but or like everybody's been talking about. Uh, one, I liked hearing his stories about him being on like Conan and on Kimmel and just the behind the scenes stuff with what, what being in a band and, and everything that he talked about was interesting. One of the things that I thought was funny was the laughter yoga. <laughs> um <laughs> This sounds insane, but this I mean, I feel like whenever you and I talk, I feel like that I am usually laughing a lot. Uh, Maybe not. Okay, I'm not going to say anything negative. Uh, But, and I always feel great afterwards, but that's like honest laughing. So to force yourself to laugh, I mean, what do you think about this? I mean, what is the point of opening your mouth and going, (laughs) ha? I don't, I don't get it. But I mean, I, they say that, like they say that every morning you should look in the mirror at yourself and like smile or, oh wait, is that what he said? I don't know. (laughs) Or is that someone else? I didn't hear that part. I don't know, but. That's your own mantra. And like they, and then there's also like something I heard where like, if you do like a superhero pose, like the Superman pose. Oh God. Like do that for like two minutes in the morning, like boosts your i don't know confidence or i don't know what like i think there is something to it but you better believe i'm not gonna do it like i'll just curl up in my bed wake up and drink hennessy and expect to get better magically like what's wrong with that that's like the american dream so i don't have to wear this cape anymore is that what you're telling me well it is good cape weather I definitely had a a boyfriend that thought he looked like an action figure, an action hero. I mean, action figure. (laughs) Um, Okay. I think I need a drink, but that's not until later. I am still fasting, by the way, but I've had to change it up a little. Did I tell you about my rash? uh, What I found out what it was? 
I don't think I told you. Uh, wait, 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 wait. First of all, <laughs> you had a a boyfriend that looked like a no, an oh, action no. figure. Is he it because he had smooth privates? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And, no, he uh, would like this, pose this and rash? he's like he would pose. He'd be like, "I look like I man, I look like an action hero." No, I'm like, uh. <laughs> You look like George Costanza. That's what I would tell him because he did. <laughs> <laughs> so his the rash is related to the smooth privates is what I'm the getting. The rash is related to my fasting. <laughs> oh, uh, how so? Well, I thought it was eczema because I've had that before. So I was treating it like that. And after two weeks of being on steroids and doing everything, nothing helped. And I kept researching millions of things. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So it's it was from it's called keto rash, which is awesome. But it's like a, a rare side effect that usually happens in Asian women. Uh, it's like a rare side effect from putting your body into ketosis, which is what I do every day when you're fasting. So the remedies are uh, don't exercise because uh, no heat, no sweat, uh, eat more carbs. So th- that was the remedy. And I'm like, um... I I forgot I had forgotten how to eat regularly because I was only eating 4 hours a day. So, it's almost gone, but I've just opened my eating window up to 6 to 8 hours. But, yeah. Anyway, laughter yoga. Uh, <laughs> this is a side effect found in Asian women, it's... but don't tell Estelle that you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my my original name was Lisa Changstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. you know you really should change your name <laughs> oh see i don't need fake laughter when i talk to you <laughs> i'm getting lightheaded though so this led to the questions portion of the show ray leanne and whitney and some other people send in some questions but i really liked i liked all of their questions i liked that ray asked the house smell question because as we know with the Ben Glebe telling Allison that her house smelled like piss I like that he asked the question because it's good to know I mean for her it's her new house it's good to know if it smells like a diaper pail or not <laughs> I I just posted on Facebook because not enough people have uh, asked questions for his Patreon episode mm. uh, I don't think I would have asked about the house smell <laughs> And then also, now that they're recording the shed, it's uh, it's kind of a non-issue now because there's no babies in the shed, right? Yeah, and hopefully no dogs either. So, did she make mm. a call for Tony Thaxton questions? Yes, and I uh, oh. made sure to post on Facebook to let everyone know that they are terrible for not asking questions. <gasps> but Leanne did have a Leanne had a great point that she probably didn't read all the Monday ones, so she could use some oh, of those. Oh yes, but still, yes, when there's there's three people asking questions and I'm one of them. Then it's you like, know uh, it's on, uh, scraping the bottom. I mean, <laughs> just no, exactly. Then, then we know because oh. you rarely ask questions or post on there. So then we know it's uh, all right. I'll think of something and ask the question. It'll probably be too late. It'll yeah. By the time really people hear it. this, it'll be too late, but you yeah. still have time, Lisa. Okay. I will do that. By the way, I, when I, when she first started thinking what his nickname should be, I was calling him Tony T, but it sounds like a Sopranos character. Oh. Uh, I 
I think just teeth axe is what I would go with, or Tony T, but he's not Italian, I don't it's think, or is he? It's really hard because I just want to call him Hunky Tony. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and also. How did I think of that? I know. And also T-Bone, of course, but I'm sure he's got yeah. enough of that. I don't think he's going to have a nickname, unfortunately, because with Jeff, he came to the table with Colonel Jeff already, so now you're the colonel, but then... When you change in the dining room studios and chef and Jeff, I mean, you couldn't pick a better, you can't, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? I don't know if you heard my suggestions well, okay. last week, but, uh, groundskeeper, Tony. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I'm and having like three fighter, separate thoughts and I'm going to forget like two of them. <laughs> Jedi Tony? That, I mean, that works Tony Jedi. for Return the, the oh, Star Wars thing. And as we know, well, okay. he's First a big all, fan. I mean, he talked about it on this episode. Go ahead. Unpack. We can't call him T-Bone because that's Trice's nickname. Oh, true. We can't... Uh, wait, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, so if it has to rhyme like Chef Jeff, then it's got to be like Bony Tony, Stony Tony, Tony Baloney, Moni Tony. He also mentioned <laughs> Moni Tony. Uh, <laughs> what? A, huh? Yeah, I think Tony is where it's going to be. Tony Jabroni. Oh, Problem. I think I said that last week too. Okay. Uh, so he talked oh, about boy. the minute podcast about Star Wars, which sounds like hmm, waterboarding to me. <laughs> But uh, but it's an interesting concept. And then when Allison was talking about maybe doing a minute podcast of Facts of Life, that would be that could really you know stretch that show out. But I mean, is there a lot enough to talk about? So I first heard of the Star Wars Minute from Doug Benson's podcast, uh, Doug Loves Movies, and it is a genius idea. But it I think it only works for movies because right. you know three three tv episodes is a movie essentially oh, yeah and if there's you know 22 episodes in a season or something then this show i think they plotted out how long it would take to finish the star wars movies and it was like until like 2025 or something like that so to do a tv show that's just insane and like for a lot of the time they said like because you know at the beginning it's like just the crawl where it's like a long time ago in a world that's not close to here and then Ugh. they just stop there and then they have to talk about that what? one minute i'm already so, like but i mean people are such huge fans of star wars i could see it being popular and successful facts of life i don't know uh obviously we would listen but that just made me right when you said that made me think of a twin peaks one doing it that way because there's a, so much more to unpack out of the Twin Peaks or any David Lynch movies or shows but and I would listen to that because I'm exactly that hard up. Hmm. interesting and that's it, why it's that's why it's such a genius yeah. idea for Star Wars because like he mentioned all those like fucking background right. aliens have like backstories but that's why I'm taking this opportunity to announce my new podcast the Seinfeld Minute mm. Do you want to know who that man in that cape is with George's dad? Because we're going to unpack all this and more on the Seinfeld Minute coming to uh, your Microsoft Zoom very soon. <laughs> I didn't mean to rhyme, but I rhyme all the time. Uh, 
Um, yeah, so um, hopefully I'll get to be on that for an episode or two. Um, that made me think because I I think I could come up with some good questions. If, if Nina Hartley wants to come back on, and if you want to do this tournament style, anybody that claims to be a Seinfeld fan, we could either do it with the trivia, but I think I could come up with some pretty good questions. Although I still want to go head to head with you. <laughs> what? Hold on. Okay. First okay. of all, we went head to head at your at your own kitchen table, and uh, you missed a few. So I... don't even try it. <laughs> but I would anytime you want, Lisa. Anytime okay. Okay. you want, I'm okay. glad to to go down in trivia. But July 30, I believe, is the 30th anniversary, or July 7th, July something, is the 30th anniversary of Seinfeld. So. We got to do like a Facebook post. Okay. If you want in on this Seinfeld trivia showdown, it's go time, baby. Okay. We're running out of time. We're running, running out of time is what I said. <laughs> I'm into that. Okay. I'll put it on my calendars. Calendars? <laughs> July 5, I think it is. Oh, that's like next fucking week. So. Exactly. We got to get right, on the it. Next episode, we'll have to do something Seinfeld trivia related because even if I'm not on. I'll still come on and do that. <laughs> All right. Putting a call out. All right. Do you have anything else for, for Monday? I do not believe that I do. Okay. I have not listened to Childish. I am, I think my the last episode I listened to was 20 and I think they're up to possibly 30. Have you been listening at all? I listen every week and most of the time I get angry. <laughs> I, I told Megan this. I said... I know, I know that it's because of the way my childhood was, but when I hear Greg just sucking his kid's dick about how handsome he is and how smart he is and how great he is, it makes me want to punch him in the face and then not listen to the show again. Wow, that is not but the direction I pushed I through that. And then she's just like, uh, yeah, you're like a fucked up weirdo and it's just because of your shitty childhood. And I was like, yeah, I know that. But still, Greg needs to shut the fuck up. But here's the thing. Here's let me put a silver lining on it if I could. I'll be the Dr. Jen to your devil. Um, Greg Fitzsimmons had a horrible childhood as well, and he turned it into giving his kids a great childhood. So there's hope for you. The only hope I have is that I murder <laughs> never mind let's keep you know going what's good we haven't mentioned killing anybody anybody selves on this episode and i feel like that might be a what's the word deterrent for people to listen <laughs> to okay be so, so to be fair <laughs> about that okay so murder though to, fuck to it. be honest okay. two weeks ago oh, i recorded a solo episode and I told you I was going to do a solo episode right. and then I recorded one very quickly and I think at the third suicide joke, I was <laughs> like, even for me, this is a bit much. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I thought I was in a good place. Like I was like, I feel fine. I feel totally fine. And then when I'm downloading, I knew I hit bottom. Like I hit rock bottom because I was like downloading the first Linkin Park album. And I was like, let's see what my pal Chester was up to in 2001 or 99 or whatever. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'm not doing that great. 
and you texted me to see how I was doing. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Believe me. Mm. And then I just started thinking about it. And I was like, you know what? I don't think I am doing great. So I started looking for a therapist again. I'm trying to remain positive. Uh, To be honest, I was worried uh, about you. That's Uh, a couple of things. I was worried (laughs) about you. I hadn't heard from you for a while, but also we hadn't recorded for a while. But then I was like, but if I don't hear from him, it's probably like, I is that not good? I don't know. And then I'm like, did I do something wrong or is he dead? I don't know. So I wanted to make sure and text you to see how you're doing. But also, so you did record something? There's a lost I did, but you'll there. never hear it. it. One day I will. It's probably on your yeah. iPhone somewhere. I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was... um. Shit, what was I going to talk about? Hennessy and no sleep equals no remember things. Your lost recording. The suicide minute. Oh, yes. Here we go. Yes. (laughs) It was about you hearing from me. Uh, I said, the reason I, you don't hear from me is because same with Jen is because I'm like, they have families they're busy. They've got Man. stuff to do. I'm not going to bother them with, with a Seinfeld gif again. Uh, bother? And, and Delight. So... Delight is what it would be. <laughs> if I could get just a random Seinfeld gif every day, then I would know you're alive and it would brighten my day. That would be my own laughter yoga. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, so I was like, that's why I don't just text you guys out of the blue unless there's like something I specifically have to say. <laughs> Unless and some so somewhere when someone. you <laughs> it, well when you checked up on me and then Jen checked up on me I was like oh you know what it, this goes this is like a two-way street I should be checking in with people because that's what normal people do me and my friends here like my Colorado friends like I never hear from them and they never text me so I see or I never text them as well so unless i'm like proactive about it then nothing gets done like so i I, that's why i I was like you know what i'm gonna text pretty much everyone recently i was like you know what i haven't texted Brittany. i'm gonna text her i haven't texted my friend jen in north carolina i wanted to text her because i'm like i haven't talked to any of my uh, friends outside of this show for a while but I feel like this show keeps us in contact with all of our like new friends. But uh, yeah, so then when you and I don't record, I don't talk to you. And then it's like, uh-oh, what's happening? <sighs> all right. While yeah, you're texting... So oh, go ahead. There, <laughs> there are so many people that we, we talk to in the Allison world. And like even people that have been on the show and... they It's like they're on the show and then I never talk to them again. It's not because I'm you know trying to be a dick or anything it's just like i'm like ah they're busy they don't want to hear from me or whatever so that's why that happens but i'm going to try to be better about it okay we're going to hold you to that you hear that dr jen all right enough childish chat (laughs) should we oh you know what also i'm reminded of this because i'm looking at the pin that uh lauren kelly sent to me she sent me a sweet valley high lapel pin that i put i put into the drywall of my <laughs> shed uh but it reminds me that it's almost been let's see what was it september of last year that we did the book club and we are supposed to do sweet valley high so i know there are a few people out there that have the book and and read it 
And uh, we should probably uh, get back on to scheduling that. Dr. Jen, Ray Morgan, who else? You, me, Lauren Kelly, right? Yes. I actually, I think I ran out of podcasts and I just picked <laughs> a random BFF. And we were talking about the book club and I was like, holy shit, I forgot about Same. that completely. But yeah, you're right. We got to do that. All right. We'll get on that. What we should do is a day where Ray Morgan has a Friday off because he's got every other Friday off. Dr. Jen can maybe get down here or I can meet up. They're both kind of further away from me, but maybe I could like meet up somewhere in the middle. So it's not so hard for everybody, but uh, that would be good to get uh, back on the calendar and uh, all that fun stuff. What's it called? Yeah. So come over on a Friday. I have, oh yeah, I have one more book left. A Sweet Valley High uh, book number 40. If anybody wants to join us, we'll be planning that soon. Hey, how about you, Scott Marquez? You're out of school now. You could be reading something. All right. Should we talk about Thursday? Let's uh, do it. All right. This is uh, awesome because Tamara Holler got her car bread. We were her. We were Allison's little pecan Sandies. I don't ever say pecan. I say pecan. Why did I just say that? But whatever. Sent it on Patreon. Tamara has been a supportive of the show forever. And I think she's awesome. And I'm glad she finally got a car bread. And... Pecan Sandies are pretty tasty. What do you think? They're a little dusty, but they're good. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I like them. I haven't had them in ages, but they're good. Yeah, I think uh, Dr. Jen uh, and I came up, well, actually, it's, this is her idea. She said once we get to our goal weight that we should have, like, an Allison, like, all of the good carbs <laughs> party <laughs> and tasting and i said of course i'm on board for that so we're gonna have to add pecan sandies to that or pecan sandies i say pecan but pecan sandies that that's i don't know i can't stop saying it I think i'm losing my mind uh, uh i did have a comment that i forgot to mention regarding patreon and the live stream the last live stream that allison had first of all i think we're coming to the end of the month have we had one this month uh, I don't think we have. Or was it right at the end of May? Uh, she, on the last live stream, she let us all know that Jeff uh, was leaving. So she told us all first. And that was hard to keep that under wraps for a little while. But one thing she said during that live stream is, I was like, oh, no, I'm like sad that Jeff's leaving. She's like, you were the first person I thought of. She said that. Why do you, would she say that? <laughs> She knows. Because she knows you're crazy. Uh, I, I I just wonder, like, obviously Colonel Jeff probably knows I, I used to have a crush on him. <laughs> and Allison does. But I don't know if it's from, like, all the comments on Twitter or if it's because they don't listen or it's because... I, I, why? Why Why do they know this? Is it because it's so obvious that I was, like, heart eyes when I see him? <laughs> I think it's because every time something is posted about Jeff, the comments are always like, hey, Lisa, check it out. I think you might be right. It's a little obvious. I'm a little bit, uh, what's the word? Transparent? Okay. Anyway, I had to mention it's that. Like, it's like in middle school. <gasps> it's like if you were in middle school and like some cute girl you like walks by and everyone's like, hey, there's that girl you like. Aren't you going to talk to her? And then you're like, the f shut the fuck up. <laughs> like at the very first PodFest and Ray Morgan's like, hey, Lisa, there's Jeff. 
I'm like, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, not in front of my husband. Hello. He doesn't know. Um, <laughs> and plus, it's just a silly little joke anyway. What's the word? Yeah. What's the word? Okay. How about, oh my God, I'm getting all, I'm getting all. I like, believe the word is Twitter pated. <laughs> I am. Oh my gosh. Wow. Anyway, so, uh, so, uh, Tony got, <laughs> wow, this is something that I didn't expect. I think it's the caffeine. That's what it is. Uh-oh. I'm dying. He's actually dying. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So, Tony did get a nickname on this Thursday episode, but I don't think anybody picked up on it. It was Hot Finger Tony because of his quick drops. Uh, I'm really trying to like change the subject and my feelings. Um, also, the my God, the studio's got a new nickname. I can't believe it's not Studios. Thanks to Daniel, I thought that was funny. Do you have any suggestions for a studio nickname? You know what? I actually thought Dining Room Studios East was pretty funny, but I don't think it's a good name. Yeah, I don't. No, I think she needs to like start a company and then that'll be it. But it should just be the ARI YMBF Studios or whatever, or Best Friend Studios or something. That's a bit. Oh, speaking of that, another thing. Shut up. (laughs) Another thing I forgot to mention because we haven't been on uh, is the Best Friend podcast that she was. uh, What's it called? Advertising. Advertising. And I was like, this. It's probably going to get us more listeners, but it's really going to backfire on us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're coming here wanting to hear about best friends, you came to the right place. That's right. Okay, I say. Oh. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. We really need to not say that, right? Okay. So David Huntsberger and Winnie Molyneux were on this episode. I like that they were on. David brought up the fact that he saw a sign on the way to their... Uh, house to record that said broken crayons still color and of course i had to look up this fucking dry cleaner i looked it up it's milton Edie's dry cleaner it does look like an ice cream shop they offer food not only that it's open 24 hours a day this sounds like an amazing place to be it's been open since like 1946 it's right up my alley they have some sort of like an old car that they drive around it's uh pretty amazing also, we now know a little bit closer to where she lives. That Yeah, that's the funny thing is they keep saying like, oh, this is in your area or this is like right by here. And it's like there's like someone with like a someone. serial killer someone. map <laughs> just placing pins. Yeah. <laughs> is it you? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh well, the funny. So I was mean, so I was gonna say next time. Yes, we're freaks. Next the time thing that is I, that. I, sorry. Yeah. Go. Sorry. That. <laughs> The next time I'm in LA and w- on a Friday, uh-huh. we're just going to yep. go from like Frozen 6 yogurt. p.m. Yes. to close to the Menchies in Burbank. <laughs> so, And then we can just follow them home and we'll figure it out okay, that well, way. I'm not that much of a nut. But we are crazy. We're cra- oh. obviously crazy fans. We've got this show. So every time they say something, number one, I'll go get frozen yogurt even though it's for chumps. But... If I can meet up with, you know, Daniel on a Friday night, that'd be fun. That sounded weird. But also, we could go do our dry cleaning 24 hours a day. Uh, We could go to the Sizzler 
that might be closing soon. There's many things that we can go visit. And we're well, the Sizzler's enough. closing, as you know. Yeah, we're crazy enough to do it, though. Crazy like a fox. Yeah, and that dry cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> that dry cleaner. Uh, I don't go there anymore because he shrunk my shirt. And if he shrunk the shirt, just say you shrunk the shirt. <laughs> we shrunk the shirt. <laughs> my problem is, is they're wearing my my mother's fur coat. <laughs> around town and i found a ticket stub in my blazer jacket for the 9 p.m showing of damn it i forgot it (laughs) okay but i did have uma thurman's phone number (laughs) people that are into seinfeld really enjoy this part okay so me and you yes (laughs) but i get the discount because i'll pretend to be your wife right (laughs) okay Anywho, so Daniel talked about sleep deprivation equaling anger, and I couldn't agree more. I had this thought, maybe I shouldn't share this. Well, you know, (laughs) when Mike comes into town, we definitely make up for lost time. And I always think, like, maybe this is going to be the time I'm going to accidentally get pregnant at the age of 43. (laughs) And how much would that suck? I mean, it would be awesome because I've I've always wanted more than two kids. But, like, I am an old lady and I don't need to be having kids. And being sleep deprived is, like, one of the worst things in the world. You become a fucking monster. And I kind of forgot about it until Daniel mentioned it. But it also really makes sense to why they're always bickering. You know what? You are always talking about how I should move to California. So here's what I... Ooh, uh, Manny. Are you going to be my Suggest. <laughs> I have a shed. You can I was going to say, you get pregnant okay. and I'll be a live-in Manny. That's perfect. The best thing to have when you have a small child is, uh, oh, well, I guess you'd, you'd be employed because I'd have to pay you. So, like, having an unemployed friend with no with no kids, that's, like, the best person to hang out with. But you'll be paid to live in my shed. Uh, room and board. <laughs> There's a... as long as long as you're okay with your kids sucking down equal packets <laughs> oh he licked the floor all right so next <laughs> <laughs> so uh Wendy came up speaking of uh you being my manny when he came up with night ladies I think you could just be my night lady <laughs> I love this idea although I, I don't mean know it's... if you need the if it's like a gamble, if you're going to get a prostitute or a nanny, that's a little iffy. But I do like the night lady. I feel like they could cover both bases. Yeah, I think it could just be the same lady right. and she just flips a coin. Or it's what you're asking for. Because, I mean, if my kid is not sleeping and I want someone to come take care of the last thing I need is someone to come over and expect to be doing some other things. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel you knocking. <laughs> So this episode, they had some improv that actually was funny to me. (laughs) That sounded bad. I like all the improv. Usually it just goes too long. But I liked the, first of all, because Allison will go on some tangents where it's like, why are you talking about the air conditioning? But then they turn it into the bumblebee, the air conditioning, the robe possible fetish guy that's like starting to jerk off during the episode and then getting cut short. And then like, oh, cool. They're talking about this now. I can get back into it. I that whole imagery of like somebody with weird fetishes being turned on and off during the episode was really funny to me. I agree. Uh, there's always a lot of improv when Wendy's on, especially if she's joined by Honey Huntsberger. Uh, I appreciate 
Allison trying to jump in <laughs> to the improv later on in the episode, but I did. I was confused by that part. I didn't know she was joking at first. I was like, this is really a a rhyme or a book or something? And then I was like very confused. And I was like, oh, I think she was trying to join in. <laughs> not the strong suit there, but, uh, and I, I as well do not do, do not well, blah, 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 oh my God, talking also. This led me to a question for you. Bathrobe, oh, first of all, bathrobe dress code, that whole story from Wendy is hilarious because I feel like I would be the one that's like, I guess, like, I don't want to wear a bathrobe to dinner, but I guess if that's the thing, I'll do it and I'll be the only one. Uh, but I want to know what you would have done in this situation. Also, do you own a bathrobe and what's your etiquette? <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, I've never worn a robe. Okay. I know it's hard to believe, seeing as how I grew up in the Richie Rich house. Um, I, I like that you equated, <laughs> I equated I was, with like trailer trash but okay go ahead oh i was at the ralph lauren polo store and i saw a bathrobe and i was like oh my god i was like i need this in my life and then i i I thought to myself i was like am i gonna spend way too much money on this bathrobe and i was like no because then i'm gonna want to wear it and then and then it's like a downhill slide from there. Next thing you know, I'm fucking wearing flip flops outdoors oh, and like come fucking on. driving around in my boxer shorts or something. So I said, no, I'm not buying it. But also when I was at the Brooks Brothers store, they had these lovely pajamas and I was like, I should buy pajamas. And then I was like, no, because you need more than one pair of pajamas. I'm, I'm just going to have the one pair and just keep washing them all the time or not wash them ever. Then I'm disgusting. So no, no to robes and no to pajamas. What, then I'm Thoughts? guessing you, if, if you were asked or if you were told that it was bathrobe city everywhere in the hotel that you were staying or wherever they were at. Would you have worn it to dinner or out? Absolutely not. Okay. I figured not. Much, much like, not much like the wedding. Yeah. Like the wedding that Allison went to. I, no matter what they tell me, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. Like, right. If the, if the, we, we got to talk about the wedding later, yes. but if I don't care if I get an invitation that's like, hey, it's a bathrobe party. Guess what? I'm wearing my regular fucking clothes because I'm not a psycho. Uh, well, I mean. <laughs> I'm just no fun is what I'm saying. Right. Uh, okay. So for robes, uh, I think you've seen me wear my robe, but I uh, I, oh, I yeah. think I wore it the last time. But I, I wear it because I get cold at night. And I don't like really to have the heater on. That's just during the wintertime. I do wear one. But I do feel like if I was to wear it all day, I would feel fucking lazy as shit. Daniel saying alfresco, even though it means outdoors, I knew exactly what he meant. He meant there's a breeze in the undercarriage. I got the imagery as soon as he said it. Uh, he's footloose and fancy free. And I do like that David mentioned the Big Lebowski because that is the person I picture. Jobless, wearing a, a bathrobe all day. That's who I picture. I don't equate it with luxury. I, I equate it with laziness. But uh, I do. I do own two. I use them as like a blanket. But I mean, like, was it David that said like you're one like step away from naked and that is a little too familiar? I definitely wear it over PJs. Unless I'm getting out of the shower, I do put it on. So I am a robe person, but I do have it hanging up where I could just grab it. 
I have been okay, known that's to the one collect thing. my dead rats in them. <laughs> okay, I'll cut that out. Uh, what? Oh, collect the dead yes. rats. I thought you said, like, put them into the oh. pockets. I was like, you're, what? Oh, I collect no. them in jars, actually, with uh, the limbs from the Civil War veterans or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, one thing I will say is that I've never been to a hotel that offered a robe, but if they did, I think I would wear it. And I would just be like Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman, just eating strawberries and sipping champagne in my bathroom. That is true. So at the Twin Peaks Festival, they have uh, they have slippers and robes. You get to keep the slippers. The robes, you just whatever. But to me, they're always like this waffle textured, like not like plush. They're very like kind of scratchy. Doesn't stop me from wearing... Kind of like a thermal? Yeah, but even like uh, thicker than that. Yeah, like a wider uh, waffle, like a bigger... But, by the way, one size does not fit all because my husband's 6'3", and wearing one of those leaves nothing to the imagination. (laughs) Does he look like a... uh... Like a coquettish, uh, <laughs> what, is, uh, what is a geisha? <laughs> also, but now, you know what? My husband's lost 65 pounds, so he might look a lot different in that robe. I guess we'll see. You probably would just be ensconced in velvet instead of a robe. If it were socially acceptable. <laughs> All right, let's talk about weddings. I recently went to a wedding, Father's Day weekend, and uh, superfan Megan, your boyfriend, Larry, got married uh, it was a front yard party, so we got to walk to it. It was casual. They had a taco truck. They had a bounce house. Obviously, it was in the front yard. I still wore a dress and heels because, I, unlike Wendy, I like to dress up and I like an excuse to dress up. And even though they said you could wear whatever and some people did show up in flip-flops, um, I'm not. <laughs> First of all, congratulations to Larry and his new wife. That's awesome. Yeah. And I forgot what else you said. Uh, I wore a dress and heels and didn't wear flip-flops like some people. Uh, I mean, I, I think I've seen you in a dress and heels. Uh, oh, right. Nothing special <laughs> there. <laughs> I meant that you're wearing a dress, not <gasps> that you're not special. <laughs> you know, I've lost 23 pounds. I've kind of like just kind of gotten stuck in the middle, but I look a tiny bit better in a dress than the last time you saw me. That's impossible, Lisa. Still nothing special. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of that, let's see. Uh, Pronouns. They were talking about he, him, she, her. Daniel brought up the fact that he sees that in someone's bio. The only bio I've seen that in is Allie Ward. Uh, and I know she is straight. So I, for me, when I saw that, I was like, I didn't take offense to it or I didn't think it was, I, I guess in my mind, I was thinking, I like being a woman and I want to be a she, her, and maybe it's because I've been like uh, brainwashed, but it's more of like a, I'm proud to be that. So that's kind of the way I read it. But uh, I didn't realize all the other layers that it could uh, mean to many, many people. Yeah, I think if a woman has it in their profile, they're, like, trying to signal that they are an ally. Mm. And when dudes do it, I feel like it does come off, like David said, like, that's just, like, a Trumpy mm, yes. kind oh, of a yeah. douche. Yes. Yeah, why is that different? But probably because it is different. An ally ward. That was good. Exactly. That was good. 
Oh, I didn't even mean it like that. But yes, I should have said that. <laughs> I'll say it for you. I'm. Uh, we share a brain, so it's fine. Uh, they also talked about wearing the same thing. Do that all the time. If I find one thing that I like, I'll buy like seven of them. So it appears that I'm wearing the same thing every day, but I'm really not. It's just like a bunch of them because I'm like, oh, I found something I like. I'm just going to go ahead and stock up on this, which I I don't know if it's a sign of a genius or an insane person, but I'm not going to try and figure that out. <laughs> we talked about this on a previous I so. episode. I don't know with whom. I do something similar. Uh, it started with my, well, probably before that, but it, it got exacerbated by my wearing black uh, for a year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy. And, you know, if you if you find something that works for you and you look good in it, you should just stick to it. No one wants to be taking chances out here with like a a mesh <laughs> a mesh jersey what? that like shows your nipples what? and then you know you you, you got to stick to what you look good in so you're just going to find me in a gray or black t-shirt 100% of the time because i went to the Ralph Lauren website to look for a a bathrobe and now i'm just like they don't have a mesh sure shirt but they do have horrible they have horrible polos that i would never wear mesh and polo. Uh, that's why i started thinking of a mesh nipple shirt when i was a nanny I I did all of their stuff like laundry and everything and I <laughs> my boss's closet found some cut off shorts and a cropped mesh shirt and it was for the dad. <laughs> so there's that. Um but yeah, so mesh shirts. I yeah, I don't think so. I don't know where yeah. Where are we going now? Oh yeah. So, JMO Confessionals, she brought it back. The washing of the legs thing, I don't know if we talked about that on here. I know it was a big thing on Twitter. I find it to be insane that people feel like this need to wash themselves as much as they do. It's all the soap companies that brainwash you into doing it. We're not that dirty. Your body has natural oils. Much like your ears, they clean themselves out. You don't need Q-tips. Um, what else? Yeah, you just wash your armpits and your crotch and you're good. <laughs> oh, God. So I know that it is a manufactured problem mm -hmm. by the soap companies, but I just, mm -hmm. if if I don't clean myself, then I start feeling gross. Well, and they've gotten into your mind. I mean, yes, but some of it is, like, evident. Like, you can oh, see gross. the disgustingness. So I have to clean myself to my standards or else I feel disgusting. And But to try to make myself, self, to make myself feel a little bit better, I decided, I was like, you know what, if I'm going to be washing myself all the time then i should at least not support these companies that i don't think are doing either good things for the world or are using chemicals because i'm putting these chemicals onto me so i started it actually started by accident because i was running low on deodorant the last time i went to california before i went to australia and so i was like well let me go to whole foods 
and then I bought like a natural deodorant and I was like, well, there's no way this is like going to work, but I'll give it a shot. And sure enough, it, it works well enough. Yeah. So then that then I said, well, now I'm going to try a natural soap. So now I've been using natural soap. I guess the last step is a natural shampoo, but I don't yeah. like wash my hair every day. So it's not the biggest deal. But overall, I feel I feel better. It does the same job and I can feel slightly better that I'm not, you know, putting God knows what kind of chemicals into my skin pores. But yeah, just wash yourselves, people. Even if it, you don't scrub the legs or the bottom of the feet, which sounds dangerous to me, uh, just you know, shower regularly and uh, always use Q-tips. <laughs> I have a foot washing uh, scrubby thing that I can put on the wall, so if I'm taking a bath, I can like wash my feet because you know, clean feet—that's different. But also washing legs. I don't know why women are getting on this because if you shave your legs, you're exfol—you're like literally taking a whole layer of skin off. So chances are the dirt's connected to that. I don't—I don't know. It's a little insane to me. But if you see visible dirt, go ahead and wash. Uh, if you work out, that I can feel like when I'm all sweaty, it's like yeah, you feel like you want to wash a little bit more than normal. But I mean, and Q-tips, confessional. That was mine. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what the JMO was. I but... get ear gasps. <laughs> oh, but I don't use Q. I mean, Doctor Jem was going to send in a PSA for this, but I don't use Q-tips. When I was younger, I did. I never have earwax ever, so it's kind of weird. But I don't ha ever have any kind of earwax or buildup or anything. But I used to just do it because it felt good, and I didn't realize that it was like you know feeling pretty good. <laughs> But every once in a while I do after I get out of the shower if I've got water in there. But I really, I know it's bad. After my daughter had like impacted her own uh, earwax because she makes a lot of earwax, uh, she had to get it removed and it, you know, she pushed it all in there and made it worse. See, so here's the thing is I think, I don't think I produce like an excessive amount, but for sure I, I feel like I need to use Q-tips and... Especially because I, I have like earbuds in my ears, like ninety five percent of the day. So, I I gotta stop saying percentages. I always say like ninety percent of the time, hundred percent of the time, fifty percent, whatever. Anyway, uh, I gotta find a new way to measure things <laughs> other than made up percentages. Um, I want my ears clean, and I think I have a good technique. I don't think I'm pushing it in because I've never had a problem, and I've been cleaning my ears since I was like. 12 or something so and now i'm like fucking old but i will say it's interesting to know that your vans box is <laughs> just a box of q-tips and i still i do use q-tips but i use it for like makeup and stuff like that that you're actually supposed to use it for and i do give in sometimes and like like i said and dry my ears with it which is really what you're not supposed to do but also i don't ever have earwax isn't that weird like zero I think it is weird, but I think it's kind of a product of your not using Q-tips. Like I, oh. so I used to wear a uh, lip balm, mm -hmm. like uh, I use Burt's Bees, mm -hmm. and I use it like as chapstick. Like uh, I used to do it like two, three times a day, and I was like, "This is getting excessive. I need to cool it." And so I went like two weeks without using it straight. And now I use it like maybe once every three days. So that makes sense. I think it's the same thing. Like 
if I stopped using Q-tips for a month, I think my ears would kind of self-regulate, but I just can't go that long without cleaning them. The lips, I had to struggle, but I, I could do it. But the ears, I can't. Yeah, and my daughter has really small ear holes. So I think that the wax doesn't have an easy way of coming out. Easy, you know, like, it's supposed to come out naturally. But you can use, like, just the end. They're supposed to say, like, like the end of a washcloth or something. You just kind of, like, get the, the rim. Just do a rim job. Okay? Well, this reminded me. I don't know where. Maybe it was on Allison's show or a different show. But when we were kids, this is pretty gross oh, to me boy. now that I think of it. But our mom would clean our ears with her crochet needles. Oh, my. Okay, at <laughs> Daiso, and I think Colonel Jeff mentioned this, and my daughter is obsessed. Yes, that's yes, why. My daughter's obsessed with, like, she will watch earwax picking videos. Like, she loves that kind of gross stuff. So she wanted to get one of those ear pickers from Daiso, and it has, like, a little light on it. And I was going to try and use that, and it's, like, very rounded, like, there's no way it could have gotten to what she needed, but I was like, this is horrible. So no, but crochet needles. Oh my gosh. And you have good hearing, you say? <laughs> no, I, I always say that I have terrible hearing because I've ruined well, it from listening to music very loudly. Wax, probably. I don't believe you, but huh? my friend did say that he went and got his ears cleaned once. And I'm like, where? He's like, you just go to like the doctor. And I was like, I need to do this yeah. because I took my daughter to do it and she was so I, I'm she was just so curious. excited. She's like, I think they're gonna be picking my ears. I'm like, No, they're not gonna do that. They're just gonna look in there and see what's going on. And then he's like, Okay, we're gonna pick the wax off and she's just like her eyes lit up, like this is the best thing in the world to like see whatever chunks come out. <laughs> Sorry if anybody's eating. But also so, yeah. Dr. Jen's I think she, she does eat sometimes while she's listening to this. This might not gross her out since this is her world, <laughs> but maybe we need to have like a group <laughs> earwax ear cleaning uh situation well i mean as long as jen's not doing it <laughs> because we know dr kevorky jen will just stab <laughs> me through the eardrum but um i i don't know what kind of like specifically can i just go to any ear nose and throat doctor and they'll yeah, do it so. but i'm very interested in this because well, i want to see that like there I want to see like that camera that goes in there right. to see like what is going on in there. It's fascinating. This guy that was doing picking out my daughter's ears was like chit chatting me up and like not really like he was like halfway looking at what he was doing. I'm like, this seems very delicate. You might want to like pay attention. But I was like, hey, talk to her about Q-tips. And she's like, just don't tell him I use them. I'm like, don't worry, I'm not going. To. I said, just tell her, what do you think about Q-tips? He's like, I could tell you use them. You couldn't even lie to me if you wanted to. He's like, I could tell. Yeah, there's probably like cotton fibers in there, but. Yeah, and you like wipe I don't know. All, all the I, hairs I'm, I'm not gonna get stop. removed and impacted and blah, 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 blah. But anyway, so anything else uh, from Thursday or confessionals or anything else you want to say? Actually, yes. And it's from the Monday episode. And I forgot to mention, I said I was going to mention Leanne again. Right. She asked quite possibly the greatest question to ever be asked on an episode of this show. She said to Tony, can you use your one degree of separation to get Sarah Watkins on to Allison's show? I hope this happens because the reason me and Leanne get along so well is because we have the same taste in country music. And before I knew Leanne or ever talked to her... I was a fan of Sarah Watkins because 
this is uh this is gonna be a quite the digression but the sarah watkins and her brother uh sean had a podcast that was very short-lived where they would record their live shows at Largo because they used to do it monthly and it was called the Watkins Family Hour. It was on the Nerdist podcast. And I think they put out maybe like eight episodes or so. And I learned of this podcast because Kate McCucci was on it singing her song about a whale on the first episode, I believe. And as a fan of Garfunkel and Oates, I listened to it for the whale song, and then I discovered that there was like three or four other fantastic songs on that episode. And then I listened to like a couple more, and I was like, oh, the rest of these songs suck. I don't care about whatever Fiona Apple is singing about. But I was like, this Sarah Watkins broad, she's got it. And so I became a fan. And then fast forward, God knows how much time, and Leanne is like, a Sarah Watkins fan and I'm like I'm a Sarah Watkins fan so Leanne is a grade A music critic in my book so yeah shout out to Leanne we need to get Sarah Watkins on this fucking show because there's two people that never leave my music uh, app and that's Sarah Watkins and oh shit who's the other one I totally forgot it doesn't matter (laughs) who the other one is because I can't remember no, it is not Slipknot. I only like their first two albums, Oof. but I did know that Jay Weinberg is their current drummer. Shout out to Kelly in Iowa. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And also, if you try to find this podcast, it is off of iTunes. I can't find it anywhere because I was like, I need to hear the, the rest of those shows. Maybe I missed something. But don't worry. I still have my favorite songs uh, saved on my computer. I was worried about that. If you want to hear those, uh, maybe we could. I mean, they mentioned so many bands this week that it was like, oh God, which one am I? Which song am I going to use? But uh, yeah, I mean, if you have any ideas, <gasps> you okay? Yes, I'll tell you a Sarah Watkins song, and then obviously a Slipknot song. Well, I was going to use a Summer Girl from Beck because I like Beck. Yes, that's a good but idea. Also summer, you know, it's summer. <laughs> But I can use a, a suggestion for the end. There's yeah. like Slipknot. He said Wreckers, Roots, Stained, Braid. And then the Flaming Lips were mentioned on Thursday. But I... Yeah. <laughs> also, yes. Quick shout out to the Roots. I saw them when I went to go see Formula One in Texas. One night was Taylor Swift. And then the next night was the Roots opening for Usher. And then when Usher performed, the Roots were his backing band. Whoa. And it was fucking awesome. Um, shout out to them. So, Sarah Watkins, yeah. <laughs> song for the end. Sure. I guess that's a good way, good where. That's a good where to end it. Uh, yeah, if you'd like to be on this show, email bfancast at gmail.com or text me if you have my phone number because why not? <laughs> Let's chat. Uh, also, we usually record Fridays about nine in the morning, Pacific Standard Time. So, if anybody wants to join us, I know it's summertime calling you Leanne, I'm calling you Whitney, I'm calling you Ashley, people that have uh, maybe summer off and can join us. So hit us up in the next couple of weeks because we miss talking to everybody. And what else? Uh, if you want to be part of the book club also, <laughs> join in. Oh my God. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFCast. Follow me at, what's my name? BFF Lisa Lowry. And where can we find you? Follow me at RMCGS on Instagram. And at RMC Guitars on Twitter, because as you heard, he just goes on for some reason, and then he'll see your t- tweet. So, anywho, 
BFFs, you are the fucking best. Thank you and good night. <laughs> My voice crack. You're the best. Two, a one, two. have to edit me so I don't sound so fucking manic.